Hey, welcome to Positive Vibes with Buster Brown. And I hope today you're feeling absolutely amazing. If not, I got to tell you, I'm so honored that you chose this show to get you in that amazing mood. That means I'm doing my job. I love it. God is so good, right? (laughs) So, so good. And if nobody told you that they love you and that you're beautiful and handsome today, hello, handsome and beautiful people. So today, let's talk about love. Love is the equalizer for everything, everything. Like hate creates unbalance. That's what it does. That's hate creates unbalance and division. That's all hate does. You know, you can't accomplish anything that's gonna build bridges from an angry place. Anytime you're trying to build bridges, you can't do that from an angry place. You're only gonna find yourself sharing your opinions and when you're angry and sharing your opinions or or your thoughts from an angry place that's dangerous right when you're emotional sit still for a minute and wait on a good word from god because god will give you a good word if you just sit still enough to listen and to receive it okay to hear it is not enough to receive it that's where you're going to get the power so you're going to get the power i know with with everything going on as far as the protests a lot of people feel like, oh man, it's it's the anger is when we smashed the, the stores and, and went, you know, got a little wild is when we got their attention. And that's not true. Because remember I said, love is the equalizer. So anger is not the reason the protest is successful. The reason the protest is successful is because of the love and the passion and the togetherness. And when those and that spirit that opposes love saw that that's when it was paralyzed hate was paralyzed could move unless it moved toward love and peace and that's what it did those and that spirit that opposes love and togetherness right saw these young men and women of all races coming together right and standing up for what was right with love and passion and knowledge and facts. When you have that, you're going to win all the time. And like I said, when you marry that or partner that with love, you're going to win because love is the equalizer. We're not where we need to be and where we're going to be. But man, we've made some giant steps. That's because love is the equalizer. Love is the negotiator. (laughs) When you do what you're supposed to do, ordered by God, (laughs) you're going to win. People are going to listen, you know, because it's hard for somebody to receive you when you're talking at them, okay, when you're criticizing them. But when you are talking to them, they listen. When you're warm and kind, they listen. And I know that so many of us are going to say, no, Buster Brown, that's not true. Because this is when we got in their face is when they listened. no is when they saw the love and the passion that you had for the cause is why they listened. See, passion and anger are two different things. People respect passion. That's how those that are very successful became successful is because of their love and passion for whatever it is they were doing. God can give you a vision and God can show you your purpose. But if you don't put any work and passion and love behind it, it'll just stay a vision. (laughs) 
<laughs> it'll just stay a vision. And if you can't communicate that vision, it'll stay a vision as well. You gotta have the ability to communicate that vision. Great communication skills are the lenses to make your vision clear to others. Great communication skills are the lenses to make your vision clear to others. And so many people that have that love and passion use those great communication skills to make it clear to the government that we're not playing and we're not backing down. Now, we're not going to hurt you, right? We're not going to be that which we're protesting against. We're not going to be that because we're bigger than that, right? We're better than that. We're not going to be that which we're protesting against. What we're going to be is the love that we're asking for. What we're going to be is the fairness that we're asking for, the togetherness that we're asking for. And that's why we've gotten this far. And yes, we have a long way to go. Yes, there are still some hateful and evil people in our system, but they're listening. And now that the spotlight is on love, we have to show up and shine, you know? Now that the spotlight is on love, because that's what we're asking for, right? When we're protesting, we say, hey man, you need to love us as we are, regardless of our skin, judges by the content of our character, <laughs> right? So we have to show up and shine. We have to put the spotlight on character because that's what we want others to judge us by. We want others to have good character because character is so, so important. I'll share a quick story with you about when I met a Ku Klux Klansman for the first time. I'm from San Francisco, so I've never actually seen the kind of racism that I see here in the South. It was in California, don't get me wrong, but it was hidden. Here in the South, it's wide open, right? So I was emceeing a rally for Dr. King's holiday to be recognized in Davidson County here in North Carolina, okay? And uh, this was in the 90s. Dr. King's holiday was still not recognized in Davidson County here in North Carolina. That's crazy, right? So I'm emceeing this rally. As I was waiting, I saw this Ku Klux Klansman come up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this stuff really exists? <laughs> like the Klan is really gonna come and try to shut this down. So the guy was standing there and I walked up to him, true story. And I looked at him and I'm like, dude, I've never seen a Klan's guy in my life. I'm from California. And I just start asking him, what is it about black people that he disliked? Like, what have we done to him or other white folks that are Klansmen to make them hate us. And he really couldn't give me an answer, right? But he was just sharing some things about his childhood and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, I kind of had the same childhood. And he shared his trials. I'm like, well, I went through that too. And we start understanding and, and, and recognizing the commonalities and growing up poor, right? <laughs> growing up without money and without a dad around. He and I shared that. And we shared that, oh, wow, that's where our anger came from. That's where our insecurities came from. That's where our vulnerabilities came from. Because he was vulnerable. Because he was like, you know what, man? I'll be honest with you. Deep down, it's a true story. I don't have an issue with you or this rally. I think I've been duped. 
because I've been here 30 minutes talking to you and no one showed up but me. So I asked him to take off his hood. I felt like we bonded, right? He took it off, took it off. And we start talking more about what the rally was about. Told him a little bit about my childhood. And we continue to see that we had a lot more in common than we realized. And I realized at that moment, it wasn't about race. Division with blacks and whites are really not about race, it's about class. Because poor people are poor people. And we experience the same thing. Rich people are rich people are wealthy and they experience a lot of the same things. And we realized that. So we talked and we're really enjoying each other. I gave him a hug and this elderly black woman was cooking ribs and all that stuff. And she came to him and said, hey, why don't you take off that gown and come get yourself something to eat and join us? And he did. He joined the rally, joined the rest of us. He ate, listened to the speakers and got involved. How cool is that? Love is the equalizer. My only agenda was to get to know him. It wasn't about me, it was to get to know him. And I approached him with love, approached him humble, right? I didn't approach, approach him criticizing, I was asking questions. And I was clearly looking to receive and understand. And he felt that. And his life changed. And that day, he got saved. How cool is that story, right? How cool is that story? And you know, the elderly woman that came, she came with the same agenda, love. Come on, young man, take that gown off, she said, <laughs> and get yourself something to eat. He took it off, ate, participated in the rally, and the rest is history. I hope you're listening, young man. Give me a call, email me or something. How cool is that, man? Love is the equalizer. That's how we got to put that spotlight on love because the spotlight is on us as black people. So let's put the spotlight on love and God and allow God to use love to equalize and mend this broken world, this broken situation that we're dealing with. There are a lot of people that believe this is not a everybody situation, this is black people situation to fix alone. There are some people that feel that way, but I want you to envision or vision a beautiful portrait, one of the most beautiful portraits you've ever seen. And you're gonna notice that they're multicolor, right? If it's just a white canvas, it's not gonna be beautiful. It's just a white piece of canvas. But once you start adding all the beautiful colors, now you've seen a beautiful picture beginning to emerge. That's what God wants us to be, that beautiful portrait of multicolors, multi-races, coming together, creating something beautiful. So let's put the spotlight on love. You know, there are tons of people with intellect, but Dr. King said it's intellect plus character is the true foundation of education. And if we teach our children that, now we have a better future because we'll have a bunch of geniuses with character. And when you're a genius with character and wealth, the world is better. The world is so much better because you're less selfish and everything is all about humility. 
that equalizer. That's what humility is. It's just love and love is the equalizer, right? Here's what humility is, is what you do when no one's looking. If you are mending broken hearts and mending a broken family in your own home and you're fixing that and you're loving every day, your wife, your kids, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, whoever lives in your home, if you're the equalizer to bring peace in your home, then your families, you're mending your families, right? You got that done. Now you're mending broken relationships with your neighbors and neighborhood, right? Then you got that right. That's what humility is. When the whole world is not watching, whatever's around you, whomever is around you, you're mending that. You're the love that equalizes anything that's broken around you. Equalize means fix. That's what we have to be. The spotlight is on us. The spotlight is on love. Pastors and churches, the spotlight is on you too. Boots on the ground. <laughs> like Jesus did the old-fashioned way, man. The old-fashioned way, boots on the ground. I believe it was divine intervention from God to shut down the churches and not us allow and not allow us in the buildings because now we're forced to put boots on the ground like Jesus and his disciples and get out in the communities and the streets. Not too radical, you know, very humble and sweet and kind. That's what love is, okay? But with, with passion and get out there in these neighborhoods and in the streets and preach that good word. Share that good word and let them see the beauty in you, okay? Because when you go out there with that love, people are going to feel it. They're going to feel that authentic and that honest love. Because you know how people feel when they see someone coming to spread a good word. Oh, no, not another one of them. You won't be that because they'll feel your honesty. They'll feel your love. They'll feel your purity. Yeah, they will. And then they'll receive, not just hear, but receive. So as I close, love is the equalizer. Love is the reason we're getting results today. It's not great, but we're getting results and it's because of love. Don't buy into what the media is telling you. Don't buy into what the media is showing you because a lot of the media has people thinking it's because of the windows being broken and the looting and all that and, and that's getting America's attention. That's not, that's not it. It's the love and passion and the togetherness of all groups of people that the world is looking at, that the government is looking at. And they're seeing that, look, it's time. It's time to change. It's time to be fair. It's time to be honest, okay, transparent. Whichever word you want to use, honest, truth, or transparent, is all the same. <laughs> it's all the same. They say it's time to be honest. It's time to do the right thing. Because love is loud now, right? We have to make mending trending. <laughs> mending this broken world. We have to make mending trending. So when someone looks up the word mending, they see that love and coming together in peace and joy is now trending. And that will become the new cool. How cool is that? Celebrities are trending because they're doing beautiful things now. You know, Barbara Streisand gave George Floyd's daughter stock in one of the biggest companies out there. See, people are doing wonderful things. They're creating scholarships more than ever. Love is trending. Mending is trending. We always complain about how celebrities are not doing 
as much as they can. Well, now love is equalizing that. Mending is trending. <laughs> Celebrities are doing more than ever. Michael Jordan gave away $100 million to any organization that's making a difference in their communities. You know, those organizations out there that's fighting social injustice. You know, there are lots more talk about prison reform. And I dig it, man. You know, there's a law now that I know here in Greensboro, and I'm sure it's going to be, if not all over the country, where if a police officer is using excessive force, his partner must intervene. And if he doesn't intervene, all parties will be in trouble. It's getting better. It's getting better. What are you looking for? You're looking for the negativity or you're looking for the positivity. It's getting better. It's getting better. Lastly, I want to say that let's stop um, coming down on each other for different views. There are people with different views. You know, um, I don't like mentioning names, but Candace Owens, yeah, she has a different view from a lot of African-Americans. Terry Crews, a lot of people are coming down on this brother as well. Can you imagine if we continue coming down on Terry Crews and he lose that lucrative, fun, and exciting job and a dream job? <laughs> I wish I could host America's Got Talent. I love that kind of stuff, right? But my point is, we're black people and we're fighting against injustice against us, unfairness against us because of who we are, right? Our opinions, our color, right? So Terry Crews has a different opinion from you. And it may be an extreme opinion from you, but we don't want to be the ones to be unfair and cause a black man to lose that lucrative job, that dream job. Come on, man. We don't want to be that. Let's find a way to have dialogue with Terry and, and Candace Owens and others that you don't agree with. Let's find other ways to do that. And you can't do it from an angry place because love is the only equalizer. Whenever you do something from a place of love, you'll find a way to equalize each other's thoughts and come to an understanding. Like myself and the Klansmen, right? How we came to that commonality, that common ground that we saw in each other based on conversation and communication. Dr. King said, we're, we fear each other because we don't know each other. And we don't know each other because we don't communicate with each other. So let's not communicate from an angry place. Hard to do that, right? It's hard to see clearly through a broken glass. Let's communicate better. And let's communicate coming from a place of love. And you're going to find that common ground. And we're going to fix this thing. We're going to mend this broken world and this broken situation, which we're protesting against. So I'm praying for you. Pray for me. As we end this show, let love be the equalizer. Because anger does nothing but navigate division and creates unbalance. And I'll repeat something I said earlier. It's not an option. We must mend this broken world. But the mending begins with us. The mending begins with the person in the mirror. When you mend what's broken in yourself, that person in the mirror, you're going to easily find ways and be willing to mend what's broken in your home with those you love. And like I said earlier, you're going to mend what's broken with you and your neighbors, those broken relationships. 
and your neighborhood. You're going to mend what's broken with your family. You're going to mend what's broken between you and your church members. You're going to mend what's broken between you and your job, your coworkers, your boss. Now, I get it. Some of our family members, coworkers, and church members, and even our bosses can be stubborn. I, I get that. But <laughs> you do your part, and I promise you, God will do his. And you see that? You do your part, God does his equalization. That's how love becomes the equalizer. This has been Positive Vibes with Buster Brown. Hope you enjoyed it. Hit me up on the email. Let me know uh, your comments or anything you would like me to talk about. I'd love to. And I'd love to get to know you, too. So if you've been listening, share you know who you are and, and what you do. And I'd like to get to know you. If you want to send a contact, I'd love to send you a message and just to say hello and find out what you're up to. Okay, in any way I can help you, I'd love to do that. Email me at pvwbusterbrown at gmail.com. pvwbusterbrown at gmail.com. P for positive, V for vibes, with, that's what the W stand for, Buster Brown. Listen, I'll see you soon. Until then, stay safe. And remember, as always, don't go to people. Go to God. See, people will give you opinions and what they think are answers, but God gives you guaranteed results. So go to God and get yourself some results. 